Previously on Dice Paper Roll. Thunder and lightning, a sky stained with blood, a city in peril, an incoming flood. Devils and goblins, twisted and vile, seeking to kill, spoil and defile. Within the walls and without, the defenders stood strong. With courage and valour, they beat back the throng. An ASMR in the library, all cosy and snug. Pouring through tomes, he weaseled and dug. When Eureka, a certain book caught his eye. This could be quite useful! Ha ha! He did cry. But down at the phoenix, the tiefling was charmed. A mysterious stranger whose charisma disarmed. Lured out of doors, she was stopped by a friend, Berriel, the face painter, who put the spell to an end. Calatras, the evil, emerged from the mirage, facing the face painter, visage to visage. Two ancient enemies traded powerful blows. She banished the fiend as her last chapter closed. Broken and small, she breathed her last breath. Through tears the bard sang a song for her death. Welcome back to another episode of Dice Paper Roll. You are joining us at episode number 32 here in the pod cave. My name is Emil and I'm playing Brackeye, the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Dan and I'm going to be playing Thandor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempest. My name is Jack and I play Ariki's song and I'm speaking all in Scottish. <laughs> You're in character already. <laughs> My name is Jack, and I play Ariki's song, the tiefling bard. My name's Ben, I play Snatch, the halfling rogue. And my name is Greg, I play Alan, Aaron, Aeon, and Asimar, sorcerer of Helm. And I am also still the dungeon master. <laughs> Dice Paper Roll is going to be at the Comedy Festival this week. I mean, next week. Oh, shit. It's really close. <laughs> it's only two weeks away. What? Two weeks. We've got to do a show. <gasps> Comedy Festival? What are you talking about? I don't know if I... I don't know if I can handle that, really. You can do it, Thandor. You can do it, Thandor. Yeah, it'll be fine. I can do it, yes. So, wait. Wh- do it. When is this thing? I hear it's the 22nd of April, but I don't know what the 22nd of April is. Worse, it's the 15th of April and the 22nd of April. <gasps> oh no! Oh my. We're going to be on stage in front of people. Where? Storyville, in Melbourne. 4pm, the 15th and 22nd of April. So if you want to find out uh, more information about that, you can go to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival website or the Dice Paper Roll website. Check it out. 20 bucks. I think we've been co-opted into doing a bit. Are we getting paid for this? It's a good question. Mm. I want to see my union representative. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so each of you 
complete your combats against your various enemies and uh, the storm clouds still swirl over the top of the city and red flashes of lightning arc through the sky. Uh, you can see in the layout of the city a number of portals still remain open. Uh, so we'll just go around the table now and see what each of your intentions are since the end of the last game. So Thandor. Thandor's just going to be continuing his charge straight back towards the city of Greymead uh, coming from the north. So I'll leave whatever um, city guard, I'll leave with the wounded and then any of the still healthy bodied uh, glaives of Tempest. Yeah, we'll just charge on in towards All right, great. the city. So you and the remaining glaives quick march back to the city as fast as you can. Uh, and as you approach, you see the, the glow of portals appearing uh, throughout the city. Uh, it's less than it was before, but you don't have a sort of point of reference. There's only three or four points that you can see sort of flickering within the city. It seems like the, the storm above has withdrawn a little bit, but it's building and growing, and you feel like there is an, another wave to come. So, yeah, you approach and enter through the gates of the city. Snatch, what are you doing after your last combat? Your angels just split off into the different... Snatch's uh, angels. Into the different <laughs> streets, uh, looking to fight the Goblin Menace. What are you... You've retrieved your knives. Yeah, I retrieved my knives, and I'm on my own. Which direction did those two red flashes come from? Uh, okay, so you are in the Merchant Quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one to the south of the city and one to the north. It's tough because I don't know where anyone else is, but I think Snatch feels a desire to want to try and find more of the Tight Five. So mm. um, before I go anywhere, I'm going to put poison on my yep. plus one day. I'm going to coat one of the vials on there and I'm just going to take off to the north to the red flash kind of sticking to the sides and and trying to be stealthy to make sure i don't get jumped by any more creatures but i yeah want to see if i can find fantastic yeah Yeah, you poison your blade and um darting from shadow to shadow you see groups of people fleeing and running down the street and the sounds and screams and activity echoes through the city you know that uh, it would have fallen dark by now so the sun would have set uh, as you head through towards the north of the city so yeah it, it starts to get darker although the the storm clouds seem to block and out are, most and of are the other people running towards me so they're running away uh, from the direction i'm yes, going yeah yeah so as you go along they're they're running from the the red glow to the north that you're heading towards and some are clutching wounded the townsfolk um people cower in the alleyways you remember the, the city is packed so um that you see people hiding and and um seeking sanctuary everywhere. All right, I might um, just stop any of the citizens that don't look as terrifying and go, excuse me, have you seen any of the other things? Brackeye or, or Thander or Riki Song or Aylan? No, sir, no. I'm sorry, I must take my family. All right, all right, be safe. Dad, what's he want? He, he Is wants, the kid wearing a hat? He wants cellophane or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave them behind. I won't, I won't wait long and I'll just keep running towards there and stopping to ask people along the way. If they don't seem to know, just keep heading that way. You dash forward towards the the glowing light and you travel for a little bit and then you see a a small group of goblins run out of an alleyway to the the right up ahead of you. And after them, a group of street urchins chase after them. And they're throwing rocks and (laughs) empty cans uh, and... uh, Thank God for the canneries. And um, (laughs) any scrap pieces of wood. Thank God there's not an anvil factory. In the street, yeah. (laughs) Throwing cobblestones uh, and the goblins are beating a hasty return. 
retreat. And as the goblins flee across the street ahead of you, uh, you see a familiar figure of a child step out from the front and he lifts a bowler hat from his head and flicks it across the gap uh, towards the goblins. And as it flies through the air, there's a crack of red lightning above, which starkly lights the street. And as it does, you see the red light reflect off a hidden blade in the brim of the hat. And it flies like a like a frizz, like a sweet frizz uh, across the gap and slices into the back of the neck of uh, one of the goblins as it flees, which, which collapses to the ground. It's a fucking odd job. <laughs> <laughs> so tempted to just run past and oh, take man, the Oh, man, you need that hat. You need running. That hat. You run past and snatch up the hat and yeah. say, Sorry, Tommy, I need this. <laughs> I'm a Thane. And I flick another silver piece over my shoulder. <laughs> Fuck you, mister. <laughs> <laughs> Leave this poor kid without a weapon. Yeah, so you got a bowler terrible. hat and it works. I should probably drop one dagger. of my three daggers in place as well. I'll go, here, use this instead. I'll find oh, you no, later. Don't throw it. Yeah, roll a, roll a new Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 19. <laughs> you throw it to him perfectly. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the hat works as a throwing dagger. Awesome. <laughs> Does it come back, though? No. Oh. You have to go and <laughs> Snatch runs into the night. Towards the, the glow to the north. As much as he doesn't want to? Absolutely. Brackeye, you run back into the city with... Um, with Liso and the pair of you join in the battle along the walls and it, uh, quickly drive the spiked devils uh, up back into the clouds. Uh, and Liso uh, looks at you and says, I have to check on my family. And he turns and, and runs and a, a number of his, uh, three of his servants follow behind him. <clears throat> I don't know why, but I feel like I should head to the Phoenix. Brackeye runs in that direction. And yeah, yeah, you charge down the street. Uh, you, again, you see uh, groups of people running past you, slamming doors, shuttering windows, uh, and clutching weapons uh, in alleyways as you charge down the street. And as they watch you go past, they, uh, you know, this the people, the most able-bodied of them, are protecting uh, the weaker, and they all give you a nod as you run past uh, towards uh, the Phoenix. And as you round the corner near the Phoenix, you see Ariki's uh, out the front, and she's clutching the body of um, Beriel. Ariki! Barakai! It's it's happened! This is a lot to take in at the moment. What's happened? The goblins, and they open a portal. Where are the others? I, I don't, I don't know. Where, where are we? I'm heading to the Phoenix. That seems like a good idea. There's women and children and men around, around, <laughs> around. <laughs> um, we should, we should get them in there and make them safe. Someone needs to paint some faces. A lot of faces. These goblins have a lot to pay for. Uh, You both um, run towards the glow of the nearest portal. uh, And as you grow closer, you see uh, Aelan and Phil and a large group of guardsmen fighting against a large group of goblins outside of this portal. 
the portal is much larger than the ones you've seen before, like a tall 20-foot gate, uh, square open portal, uh, and goblins spill out of it, and you can see the lumbering shapes of uh, trolls and ogres in the background. Uh, and Phil uh, stands at the front of the group of guardsmen, a huge two-handed mace being swung around like a piece of balsa wood. Is by it comically big? It is comically big, yeah. And he, of course, is wearing no shirt, baby oil. Uh, he's, wearing, he's wearing jorts. Uh, he's wearing short, big shorts. <laughs> With a strategic rip. Yeah, yes. With a strategic, uh, strategic butt cheek rip. Um, you can look if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and a pair of uh, work boots uh, and he's swinging the mace around uh, smashing goblins with every swing Uh, the guardsmen beside him fire longbows into the the mass of goblins and the front strike with spears Uh, they seem to be uh, driving uh, the goblins back and as you uh, charge up Alan is firing bolts of flame through the arch of the portal Thandor, you uh, ride at the head of the column back through the north gate into the the city, and as you do, Snatch rounds the corner in front of you. You can see up, sorry, uh, further down the street, uh, you can see the glow of another large portal, and this one seems to be continuously expanding. There's not many people around this one, but there's not goblins spilling out of this one either. There's a very large, dark shape um, that seems to be blotting out any light on the other side of the portal, and the portal continues to grow seemingly to enable this large shape to pass through. Snatch! Thandor! What the fuck is going on, man? Good question. These bloody devilish goblins just came out of nowhere and attacked me and just all hell's breaking loose. Oh, fuck, man. We were, we were like, out there and there was all these, like, goblins and, like, bearded things. They, it, the beard had a snake on it and it stuck me in the fucking neck and then, like, I spurted the, the, the juice out and... Anyway, fucking it, full on. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, it's fine. Now. There's no time Bex for that. Bex is gone though. What? Bex is gone. What happened to he, him? I don't know. The goblins, they must have taken him again. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I know, man. We're going to need a lot of help from Lady Luck. Fucking tell me about it. Tempers ain't helping me out right now. That's the thing about Bex. Everybody wants one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Thandor, um, should I take the glaives to look for any villagers that need help? Yeah, Vince, you, you should, like, go along the, the outside and, and clear anything, uh, whatever is, uh, like, looks like a goblin or a devil or anything else. Fucking kill it and help anyone that you can, man. We gotta lock this place down. Got it, Thandor. Come on, glaives! Glaives! Three. Three. I thought you were going to do it after three. So. After three? Yeah. Sorry. Ready? Uh, on three or hang on? On three or after three? three? This can't be on three, otherwise I'll be saying three. Oh, that's true. Right, right. right. Very confusing. What are we doing? I think we're part of a sketch. We're saying glaives. We're saying glaives. 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 Yeah, but together. Okay, all right. One, two, three. Glaives. What? I'm sorry. One, two, three. Glaives. All right, the glaives ride off doing a perimeter of the city and checking uh, for any leftover elements of the goblin force that were invading. And as you look out, you see that now there are only the two portals, the one to the south of the citadel and the one to the north. So Snatch and Thandor are at the north, or near the north one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's still quite a distance. You're very close to the north gate, uh, whereas Alan, Orikis and Brachai... Uh, with Phil and some guardsmen are near the Phoenix, which is uh, closer to the Citadel. 
in Correct. the southern side. And sorry, just to clarify, when you say some distance away, like kilometre to just outside the city gate. No, you're just inside the city gate. So just, but the portal. Yeah, the portal is closer to the entrance of the city. Okay. okay, so it's yeah. yeah, it's a good distance. It's, it's probably a kilometre. Is it? It's about a yeah, something. Yeah, like that. it's about a sure. So not yeah. far. Not far, uh, but it'll take you more than around. A furlong. <laughs> yeah, a furlong. <laughs> I don't know how long that is. Yeah. Uh, so, Fandor, what, uh, what are we going to do about that? We, we need to rally. We, we need to rally all the troops. We need to... Let's just head towards the Citadel. We may come across some bad things, but we're going to head towards that. All right, let's just go to the we Citadel. we got to find the others. The Tide Five need to unite. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, at the southern gate, as you approach, uh, the guards push the goblins back towards um, the portal, and you see Alan fire a witch bolt through the, uh, the, the gap, and again, uh, as it does, it strikes a goblin on the other side, and the, the portal flickers and disappears. You can see that uh, Alan has a large book on his back, and that the guardsmen and Phil seem to be taking care of things as Alan turns and runs over to Ariki's and Brackard. How did you do that? What? Close the portal. Oh, I just shot the goblin. There's a there's like a wizard goblin on the other side. You just shoot him in the face with a, like an electric justice. Wow. And Helm takes care of the rest. Was that the specific spell you used? Yes, electric justice. Oh, which one was that? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what you want it is. <laughs> yeah. There seems to be only one portal left. Oh, well, we should definitely try and close that I guess have you seen the others no my guess is they're there let's go I, I I think I might be able to fly do you think you could help me uh, help this big fella out I think we could do that uh, Alan starts to glow with uh, inner energy and uh, sunlight bursts from his skin and these huge glowing golden wings uh, sprout from his back feeling the moment that just passed with Barry Ale Ariki's feels the cords come through her hands and she says, well, I guess this is it, and then starts playing and she's just levitated off the ground and she kind of just does a little spin on the spot. It's like, yeah, that's it. All right, <laughs> Brakai, hold on. Um, Alan points finger guns at you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Grab an arm each of uh, Brakai and lift him up oh, into oh. the air. And fly towards the remaining portal. <laughs> See ya, Phil! <laughs> Don't let go of my arm <laughs> Snatch and Thandor, you uh, ride up the main street towards the entrance of the Citadel, and as you do, this growing portal looms in front of you. Uh, and as you come close, you see the three specks begin to fly towards you uh, in the distance from around the the keep uh, from the north. And as they approach and you recognise the familiar forms of your friends, the portal finishes growing in size. And from behind, you hear a familiar roar as a devilish T-Rex unleashes its anger at the world. (laughs) No! (laughs) 
better than Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah way better. Um, it charges out of the portal um, as you as the uh, other three land at the back. So uh, there's Brackeye, Arikis, and Alan on the street behind this huge uh, devilish T-Rex. It's striped in red and black, and ridges and plates run down its back with huge spines uh, sticking out. Its fangs are longer than normal, um, and its tail has uh, spikes jutting out of the end. Uh, and it bellows down uh, the street, and ahead of the T-Rex at its uh, face is Thandor and Snatch. Let's roll initiative. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, balls. Oh, come on. 20! Oh, nice. 18! 10! <laughs> oh, it, doesn't, it just really doesn't work as well. Six. Six, yeah. Okay, so as the T-Rex emerges from the portal, uh, the uh, group of three land behind it, and Thandor and Snatch are at its front, and Snatch, you get the drop. And exactly how far away are we from... Uh, you are 20 feet from the emerging T-Rex. Oh, I wish I had my crossbow. Fuck, lady luck, here goes. And I dash in to around its feet, and I try to just scamper up its feet and sneak attack it uh, in the T-Rex Achilles. T-Rex Achilles. And then I'll see how I go. You... Go for a stab right in the T Rex Achilles. Do I need any kind of acrobatics or anything as I scamper you up? Can do How big is foot? Like. It's a huge creature, so it's it's more than twenty it's feet. It's a big tall. gal. It's a big old lizard. It's yeah, I'll, lizard. I'll do it. I want to see if I. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> Eighteen on the die, so acrobatics twenty four, and then my attack uh, is with advantage, but that's a nineteen on oh, die. I should see it. Oh yeah, case it's a critical. I wasn't going to roll that. Oh, that's so good. Yes. Oh. So uh, I get 4d6 and 2d4s. <laughs> that was amazing. It was meant to be. Uh, 5, 5, 10, 16 points of damage plus 5, 21 points of damage, and it's poisoned as well. So awesome. DC 15. Constitution? Yes, indeedy. Oh, the T-Rex fails. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, really? Awesome hit. Nice. So you tumble through the T-Rex's leg, uh, your flashy new dagger coated in poison, slashing out to the side, and you sever its T-Rexicles. Um, <laughs> that sounds worse than it is. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that, that high, am I? It. And as it does, uh, you see the, the poison coating the wound. Uh, the T-Rex roars into the air, and you see its eyes quickly become bloodshot as the the Poison works its way through its bloodstream. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it's poisoned. Pretty Whew, nice. I was not expecting that to work. Thanks, Tamora. Okay, Arikis. Hey, Elan, we're getting closer to this thing. Brakai, how do you feel about going for a wee ride? Uh, uh, onto the. Okay, you're up for it. Okay. Good, right. good man. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> fly up into yeah. the air and then we drop Brackeye uh, from 40 or 50 feet above <laughs> the T-Rex's head uh, as you plummet down um, towards the ground. So that's our move to lift him up yeah. uh, above Arikis. Yeah. Oh, and actually, while I'm at it, I might cast Inspire on Brackeye. Oh, yeah. So 
as I see Brackeye falling, I'm like, oh, wait. And then I just quickly, like in a the one, banjo one solo the from, yeah. <laughs> from that movie. Yeah. It's like, and then, um, and then cast Inspire on Brackeye. This should help. Awesome. Thandor. Thandor is just going to charge straight ahead, following in the footsteps of Snatch as he charges in and is just going to start trying to hack and slash at the legs of the T-Rex. Brilliant. Charge in. Do your attack. Uh, I don't think a tripping attack. Uh, n- n- none of my manoeuvres is really going to do much to... <laughs> a, tripping. A, a, a strength check isn't really going to matter too much to a T-Rex, I don't think. Uh, uh, it's a four on the die. That is a eight. You hit. charge in with your glaive uh, and you swing the slashing blade against the leg of the T-Rex, but the ridged and plated uh, scales that... Uh, cover its legs, easily deflect yeah. the blow. Uh, Brackeye, you are plummeting towards the T-Rex as it roars uh, and looks up at you. Uh, its jaws agape. Brackeye like twists and tumbles in midair and having never done anything like this before, he's not really sure what he's doing, but he tries to draw his sword and manoeuvre himself like a skydiver in the air, like pin dropping at, at the uh, T-Rex. Not a great acrobatics <laughs> check, to be honest with you. Would you say because we've we've launched him, it would have advantage to? Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we've assisted that descent. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yes. Yeah. It's still not good. No, nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> it's an eight and, tried, a, and, and, a, and oh, a six. Inspire. It's an attack roll. Uh, oh, no, yeah. it works on skill checks yeah. as well. Adding it to a an eight. eight. Four. 12, 12? Is, is enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you needed was 10. Okay. Uh, so you pin drop uh, your sword held out um, he in front of you. doesn't look super gracefully. No, <laughs> no. You're spinning a lot. Effective is. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. might corkscrew. It might be good for the... Exactly. Triple corkscrew. Uh, like yeah. a rifle. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's um, judges nearby and uh, Brackeye has come in and uh, he's but, doing a, what we're going to call a triple corkscrew and... What do you think about that, Jeffrey? The pivot and twist was a bit off, but I thought for the main part it was pretty good. Seven out of ten. He's got a little bit of a wobble. Eight out of ten. Yes, yes. There's not many divers that dive with lichen, a thick mane of lichen. That's surely got to be affecting his aerodynamics. I would have totally. thought it should be looked at by the uh, tribunal. I would have thought that's probably a bit of a, an advantage, mm, maybe. Mm, mm. Mm. No doubt we'll hear more about that next week. It's really the splash, though, that we've got to look for, so I'll uh, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Okay, you splashed out onto the T-Rex's head, the lichen spikes growing out of the your back and, and head um, sort of ruffling in the breeze behind you as you pin drop down at the T-Rex. He snaps up at you, oh, but his jaws open wide, but he, they snap shut too late as you plunge down towards him. Do you want to make an attack roll to hit? Absolutely. Holding the end of his half, Brackeye like grits his teeth and goes, well, this is, uh, is going to happen. Whether I like it or not, it's happening. <laughs> it rolls to We're doing it live. <laughs> it's not bad. That's not bad. It's a seventeen. I didn't. I'm not raging. I'm not doing any of that. So it's just a seventeen plus five, which makes it twenty. You plunge through the open jaws of the T-Rex, uh, stabbing your greatsword down into the roof of the T-Rex's mouth. Um, so roll your damage. Twelve. 
um, the the blade plunges into the mouth of the beast and it screams in rage and pain as you are left perched on its uh, open maw, uh, feet between the bottom teeth, uh, left hand up between the top teeth and um, trying to yank the great sword out of its uh, embedded uh, position in the roof of the mouth. And at the same time, you're straining like all the muscles on your arm and back and legs are rippling as you're trying to prevent this creature from uh, closing its jaws as it writhes around uh, beneath you. That kind of scared shitless pig is also like, pretty fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> snatch. He's aware of how sick it is. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. sick, yeah. He's like, hey, hey, tight five. <laughs> <laughs> That seemed to work all right. I'm gonna do it again. Uh, I still up on his on his feet, like yeah. up on the back of his foot, kind of clinging on. All right, I'll just take another shot with the dagger, plunge it back in. Whoa, not so good this time. That is a 17 to hit. That is a hit. It is a big scaly oh. beast. Wait, Thandal's within five feet, isn't he? He is. Yeah. So that means I get advantage, and uh, that's. Lower. No, not a 20 this time. No, but it does mean sneak attack. Sneak attack, yeah. yeah. And as established, you got to roll that advantage. <laughs> I did 11 points of damage. Uh, stabbing again into the, the open wound in front of you, you bury your dagger even deeper and you feel it grate against the, the bone of the T-Rex's leg. Oh, I'm starting to feel sorry for it now. Oh. Yeah. This poor, this poor animal's been co-opted to do someone else's bidding. I have children. <laughs> Slaughtering it like <laughs> I have a wife and children. I have hatching. <laughs> When's daddy coming out? I've got a whole clutch of eggs. <laughs> Isn't it more like... Oh, 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 oh. Arikis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. Oh, Elon, that was... Uh, do you think he's going to be okay? I think he'll be fine. Okay. It's very windy up here, don't you think? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, I'm going in. Go. I'm right behind you. <laughs> um, and so I just dive. And as I fall, or, well, fly, my fingers find the loot again. And... I cast Crown of Madness. Oh. <laughs> um, on the T-Rex. On the T-Rex? Yeah. <laughs> Make it real mad. Yeah. That's yeah. going to work. What could go wrong? Well, I... I so, one... What could possibly go wrong? It's awesome. <laughs> one humanoid... Oh, fuck. One humanoid. So that cancels out. Yeah, Shit. that doesn't work. All right. Yeah, Do you want to so go back? Yeah, I want to go back. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Damn it! All right, um, you know what? Ye old faithful. Vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have to be able to understand you for vicious mockery? Uh, no, I think from what we're uh, If the target can hear you, though it need not understand you, Perfect. it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take one, two, four psychic damage. Oh, wisdom's this T-Rex's yeah. forte. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's um, the DC for the save? Uh, it'd be my spell DC, which we handily... 13. Yeah, it's 13. It's still 13. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, it fails, and you hurt its feelings yes. even more. Um, you call it a lizard? You're not a lizard. You're a dinosaur, but you wish you were a lizard because you're no better than that. You're gonna die like your ancestors before you. I don't even know how I'd know about that, but 
Whatever. You're gonna die. My feelings. And you've got tiny arms. <laughs> my weakness. <laughs> and your arms are wee. Wee. Oh, but I'm really sensitive about that. <laughs> oh, Bruce. No oh, body shaming. Uh, Come on, man. Swallowing Brackeye, but then he just like... Oh, oh four <laughs> on the four. Nice. Yes. Oh, and a three. Nice. 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 Uh, it, you see blood run from its ears as it, and it scratches itself. Ah, oh, not worth anything. And... and <laughs> Do you think as as a um, free action, I would be able to tell if Brackeye's already used the Inspire? I probably couldn't use it on the same person twice. No, I'm not going to use it again. Okay. I'm going to use it on Thandor. Thandor, this might help! And then I lay, oh. lay a sick beat. What's that? <laughs> and, uh, and I flick on the uh, drum machine. In the that starts playing out of the <laughs> in the guitar in the guitar. It's now a keytar. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gonna sound like a Casio. Yes. Yeah. Um, Alan plummets down beside you, Arikis, and fires uh, Melf's acid arrow out of his hands towards uh, the T Rex. The uh, acid arrow streaks down and uh, strikes into the back of the creature, splashing a pool of acid across its back, which immediately begins to sizzle and burn through its outer skin. The T-Rex roars in pain as the acid continues to burn through uh, it. Thandor. Sweet. Thandor, after looking up towards this enormous creature and watching Brackeye fall into its lips and seeing Oriki's um, inspire and start playing that rockin' tune and he's just gonna sort of just start like chicken-necking it. <laughs> just like feeling the rhythm and just feeling the beat. Just kind of getting into it a little bit and then starts getting the hips involved. The shoulders. <laughs> All right. just gonna... Oh, yeah. He's just dead. Right, I'm feeling. <laughs> feeling and then dead. he gets eaten by a T-Rex. <laughs> um, oh, shit, no, that's right. I'm going to fucking kill this thing. And it is going to uh, use his glaive and do a pushing attack against <laughs> the creature. <laughs> Hear me out. Not, no, no. Not like wanting it. to actually push, but to dig the glaive in deep enough that then he can use it as like leverage to start like trying to climb. Like, yeah, climb up him. So he's gonna like, <laughs> you know that like climbing game where you have yes, to, like with the yeah, pitch hook and yeah. you have to keep on. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's not gonna translate at all. On no, there was that game. No, it doesn't matter. It's fine. You yeah. could but, try uh, and climb him by yeah, stabbing so the glaive into his body. And then try and hook himself up, tear out the glaive, and then try and stick it back in again. Okay, good. <laughs> that Go game's by it. an Australian BT Dubs. Yeah. yeah. BT Dubs? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what the cool kids are saying yeah, nowadays. I'm gonna include that in the Twitter chat. Yeah. Ah! No, it's BT a. Dubs. Um, <laughs> So it's an eight on the die, and it's a twelve to hit. That's that's you're all good. You're all done. Oh, my inspiration die. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a plus three, so it's a twelve plus three is a fifteen to hit. That is a hit. Yes. Yes. All right. So um, it has to succeed on a strength save, but I think it's gonna be all right. It's a DC thirteen. 
The T-Rex, I don't know. Could be a critical fail. You know, Man, who knows? Oh, my God. It passed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so that's a D10 and a D8 to hit is seven plus two. So that's a nine points of slashing damage. Uh, you bury your glaive into the creature. Do you want to do a acrobatics or athletics check to yeah, hike yeah. yourself up? Yeah, yeah, to the, try and ho- hook myself up onto yeah. its knee or whatever. If, I can, if you have to. Leg bow. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, oh, that's not too bad. Athletics is a 17. Great. You stab the glaive deep into the, the torso, the body of the T-Rex and hike yourself up onto the, the haft which sways on the sort of bending like a wah, 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 wah. Yeah, those same judges like mm, good technique mm, there yes. lifting himself well yes. and then I, I just want a bonus attack to just like then just slam it back in so like fling through the air and then sting back in are you climbing up it so how do you pull like what are you standing on if you pull it out his knee I don't know. All right, oh, okay. okay. No, no, no. If, if no, then no, yeah, no. You yeah. got a good acrobatics check. I'm just trying to understand like the move. So what, what I'm thinking is like, okay, so he stabs it into the leg, and then he flips over, and then stabs it like using the second stab to kind of like oh. pin into oh, the, the chest. Okay, no, no, no. I get it. Yeah. So you do it like a flip over, and as you flip, you rip it out, and then stab, stab it, back it back in. Back into like. Into no, that the seems chest legit. <laughs> second attack. <laughs> that's much, much more plausible. I'm glad that I clarified that. That's why the judge yeah, is getting oh, the yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, He's going for a high degree of difficulty here. <laughs> the T-Rex Machina Olympics. Oh, he rolled disadvantage on that second attack for me. Disadvantage? Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, it was a, a 19 on my good one, but then it's a 10, which is a... 14 to hit. That is a hit. Yes. Yes. And so it's still, uh, I wanted to like, yeah, pushing attack as well, dig it in. Oh, pushing attack again to like, dig back in. Because no, it's no, to course. dig it in. Like, of course. How can I not know? You're just going to climb all the way up this short <laughs> like i got to save my buddy Brackeye. It's, oh, that's not bad. That's 11, uh, 13 points of slashing. That's excellent. Yeah, you st- Flip around and stab the glaive back into the the higher up on the body of the T-Rex. Um, getting a foot on the knee, you drive the blade and half deeper into its body, ready for your next flip. <laughs> I'm just dangling there at the moment, so yeah. <laughs> um, the T-Rex screams in pain from you climbing him with a glaive and some sweet backflips. <laughs> um, it yells in pain as Alan sort of dives past, having fired the Melf's acid arrow and curves off towards the rear of the T-Rex. It swings its tail at him. He deftly avoids the swinging spiked tail uh, and then it bites at you, Brackeye. At this point, Brackeye's like hearing the music and vibing off it too and like bowling up and down a bit and on his turn, he'll start to rage. Yeah, you, you're bobbing along and it tries to close its mouth on you and you manage to rip the greatsword out of the roof of its mouth and it screams in pain and blood gushes over its tongue just beneath you, which is writhing and slapping around just beneath you. It tries to crush you in its jaws, but you're able to hold them open by some amazing feat of strength and it is your go. 
Yes. T-Rex is not as effective as I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> he is poisoned as well. So yes. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that was what. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. got to be what it is. <laughs> also, Brack- rolling shit. Yeah. <laughs> Brackeye Boogie, like, has a good, like, cut the rug on the T-Rex's tongue and, like, boogie attacks. I mean, what? Boogie attacks. Yeah, boogie definitely. Attack. <laughs> yeah, definitely recklessly and in a frenzy, he boogie attacks on the tongue of the T-Rex. And with great weapon mastery and um, what's the one with Because you, you've got your feet at the bottom teeth and your yeah. heart, left arm up. Are you like, staying alive? Stay alive. <laughs> oh, Very much yeah, staying yeah, alive yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> That's the general idea. Uh, he's got his sword in that hand, so he's just like constantly like stabbing <laughs> up, up, up to the, the right, mouth. down to the left. Yeah. yeah. T-Rex's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> staying alive, let's see how it goes. Oh, one, three, brutal. That ain't gonna do it. No, I don't think that'll that'll hit. You slashed out at the tongue, but it's writhing around. He gets way too into the music. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not effective at all with his one. sword. And then the second attack, of course. That's a bit better. Eighteen on the dice. That is a hit. The the tongue lashes around as you try to drive the sword down into it. So you just go for a horizontal chop and slice into the side of the tongue. 19 points of damage for that guy. Oh, oh that is really good. Wow. That is real good. You cut, you slice through the tongue and the, the mass of it just falls out of the T-Rex's mouth and slides down its side almost knocking Thandor off his perch. Um, it does knock you and your glaive out, um, but you manage to land on your feet as this huge wet mound of tongue slaps into the ground between you and Snatch. Uh, um, and it screams as blood gushes out. Of, it's like basically blood is fountaining out of its mouth. It staggers. What's going on up there? It staggers <laughs> forward and uh, vomits this blood down onto the ground, pushing you, Brackeye, with it. Um, you drop to the ground in front of the creature, but manage to regain your feet. Snatch. Um, its head is lowered, and you, you, from underneath, you can see the, the wet mass of tongue in front of you, which is about chest height on you. Um, then Thandor on the other side, and then the creature's head is down towards the ground, so you're within range of a strike at its throat. This is the set piece moment in a video game. Yeah. You know it's a chest high wall. So yeah, you, you got to hit X, then Y, <laughs> yeah. then yeah. rotate the yeah. analog stick three yeah. times. Well, that must have fallen there for a reason. <laughs> And uh, Snatch is going to run uh, over the foot and jump and leap onto the tongue and then jump off again, tumble, and just run towards the thing's throat. Its neck is towards yeah, the so ground. Yeah, so its head is down, so it's the bottom of its um, jaw and its neck is within reach. Great. I'll, I'll just plunge the dagger right into what looks to be a rather weak spot on its uh, on its neck there. So acrobatics. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the red dice. That's been doing real good for me tonight. Whoa, that is a 14. That is plenty. You oh, uh, run forward, leaping onto the tongue, springboarding out into a perfect flip, 
The judges all hold up yes. three judges hold up tens <laughs> on the sideline. Yes, uh, yes. And then Russia holds one. up at nine. Yeah. <laughs> it's always one. Um, nine and three quarters. And then you, you fly through the air, not having to hit the ground again. Um, and as you come out of the, the flip, the dagger is held above your head. Oh, great. It slides all the way down its neck. Here we go. Other people are within five feet, right? Yeah. Advantage. That's a four. Let's hope this one's better. <laughs> oh, oh, nine. That'll be 16. That is a hit. A hit. Yes. Okay. That's all we needed. Oh, oh I got nice. 10 on my 2d6 sneak attack, plus 2, 12. 17 points of damage. Uh, as you leap through the air, you see the throbbing vein on its neck, uh, and your blade digs in at the base and carves its way along uh, this vein, opening it up, and there's a gush of the T Rex's blood that flows, like just spills out in a sloshing um, downpour of gore. And as you slide out the other end, Oh, I, I land on my knees and just, like, lift my head and, like, <laughs> this kind of battle frenzy. Awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Both hands up. Rotate to the left, rotate to the right. Quick bow. And I'm like, yeah! Probably blood all over my face and in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, you're just covered in blood. Yeah. All You're just drenched in gore. And as the, the blood spills out, you power slide on two knees, holding your two daggers uh, up above your head, screaming. Um, the taste of the beast's blood wet. Yeah, slightly overcome and overwhelmed with uh, the power of taking the lifeblood of such a huge creature. It's a bit of a turn The Olymprex will do that. Olymprex. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you. <laughs> okay, the T-Rex is down. Oh, yeah. Thandor's in the corner and just going... <laughs> 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 Even I can appreciate that. It's a piece of art. (laughs) Um, The T-Rex's final thoughts are, do I have small arms? (laughs) The portal snaps shut behind the T-Rex and Alan rushes over next to Snatch and opens the large tome on top of the felled T-Rex's skull. Uh, and flips to the page uh, in the centre with the illustration. Quickly, I found something. You you have to look. What is it? What? Now's no time to be reading books. I fly down. Well, you know that uh, that shield. I, I found. I found confirmation. Um, this. This. Sorry. I, let me find the page first. <laughs> no, it's it's actually really good because it's what Alan's doing. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, sorry. No, I'm just trying to find the page. Uh, right. Here you go. There's a, a large, he opens up the illustration. There's the large outline of a city in the exact same layout as Greymead. Uh, and underneath uh, the title says Craymay, C-R-A-E-M-A-E. He points to the picture. This elven city apparently stood here over a thousand years ago. And a great battle occurred here, according to this myth. Uh, this shield can stop creatures from teleporting into the city and aerial attacks and look he shows you the image this beautiful elven city the um, fairy tale spires of the citadel soaring into the air arches flying over uh, in bridges over streets and boulevards filled with trees uh, graceful buildings in all sorts of shapes uh, lay under in on the hill underneath the citadel surrounded by a finely carved wall the dome 
hovers above the city and swarms of fiendish horned beasts try to encroach on every side and swarms of bat-like creatures fly around the top of the uh, dome as a blood-red moon crests in the sky. Wow. So yes, I did something the last two weeks. So there. Wasn't just walking around the temple district. Thanks, Thandor. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. So this is all happened before? This shield was used before to fight off an invasion of horned peoples. It does look awfully familiar. Right? Is there is there anything in your big book of prophecies on, on any of this? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, Do you whip out the big book of prophecy? I'll, I'll whip out the big book of big old prophecy. You open it up next to <laughs> the big book of uh, myths that Alan got from the library on top of this T-Rex's skull. Um, <laughs> Thanks a good reading, Sean. Yeah, it's perfect height, actually, on its nose. It's still warm to um, is, it, yeah. is its eye just like rotating yeah, between its eyes are looking at you <laughs> yeah. it's still alive it's the just nerve got no blood are still just waiting to die <laughs> just like it's no it's staring at you and Alan as he's talking just reaches over with his left hand and just closes the eye <laughs> <laughs> lucky they don't die like chickens yeah, we'd be in, right we'd be in <laughs> big trouble also is there anything that Snatch recalls from all his work scribing the folio that backs up all this stuff or any extra information um Okay, so looking at the layout of the picture that Alan's opened, the shield that hovers over the city, uh, almost touching the ground all the way around, seems to fountain up from a central point. But it's not in the citadel, in the centre of the city. It's at the base of the hill in what would now be the temple district. So it fountains up in this um, expanding sort of column and then spreads out and arcs like a, like a water fountain down yeah. in, a, in a dome around the city. And uh, you recognise that location being similar to the location on the map um, that you had gathered, um, showing where one of the artefacts may be hidden. And again, it co- it correlates with the information that you had researched as well about there being a, some form of artefact that is a shield under the city. I think I know where that might be. Where uh, is it? Well, I think it's in the Temple District. I, I recognise it from all the study I've been doing in the folio. Have you got that? Well, here's the thing. Uh, uh, remember Nim, my old my old mentor from the alleyway? Oh, yeah. No. I don't remember her. Who, who's who's Nim? Oh. oh, did I not tell you guys? No, you no. guys. Did you guys do a side quest? God you guys damn been, it. Again? You haven't been including oh. us and oh. stuff? I thought you listened to the episode. <laughs> just, yeah. I just got behind. I haven't caught up for a while. That's all. I've clearly been in the library. All right, look. I... <laughs> Nim is an acquaintance. He's my old mentor from the Thieves Guild where I had trained to be a thief and she caught up with me here. I've I've been on the run because I um well let's just say I made a slip up some time ago and my brother's in jail for it and she's caught up and she wanted me to look for that folio. A, a literal oh. slip up or a, a metaphorical slip up? Like was it an insurance thing or Yeah, they they it it was literal. No, it was metaphorical. (laughs) I always get those two confused. You fell over? Well, I actually did. Negligently fell over? I fell fell over off a fireplace, killing a person and really screwing up a mission. And um, it's not good. Look, that's not what we're here for right now. The point is that Nim is here, she's found me, and she's threatened to kill my brother if if I didn't get this folio. That's terrible. Well, and she's a terrible person. 
Why didn't you ask for our help, Snatch? We would have yeah. helped you stop this in wicked an, in, in an woman. instant. Well, I'm, I'm asking now. Well, where is she? Well, she's here somewhere. She wants that artifact. Does she have any information about where it well, might be? That's the thing. She, she's got the whole folio. She, she ambushed me when I was being attacked by these well, devils. Helm's it's... hairy testicles. Yeah. We've got to beat her to it. Hey. We've got to catch her at least. What's the plan? Where do we go? Snatch. Where, where to? To the temple district. We'll lead the way. Tate Fave out. Out. You charge down the streets towards the temple district, uh, round in the corner, um, and the location you take them to is uh, building over from the Temple of Tempus. Uh, there's a large uh, ruin, basically just a huge mound of rubble that sits in the, the vacant spot next to the Temple of Tempus. Um, and as you approach it, you see the form of a, a cloaked figure um, running down the street, a bow held in his left hand. Um, and as he skids to a stop in front of you, Kenny! he's like, Ah, hello, Thaddy! Uh, good to see you! Hey, you're the Type 5! Hey, I'm an adventurer! Did I ever tell you guys I'm an adventurer? No, Kenny! No, 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 no I totally no, think you did, no, actually. No, you're yeah. quite a nice young man. Oh, yes, that's me. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing here? Well, I, I, I'm looking for goblins to shoot. What are you guys doing? Adventuring stuff? We've got something even better. Oh, I, yeah. I'm in. Subterranean mission. I love and also equally hate subterranean missions. Something <laughs> bad about subterranean. I do like clams, though. All right, let's go. <laughs> Sorry, no, that's crustacean, right? No, uh, subterranean. This way! Uh, and he runs. Uh, I like this guy. He sounds really good, uh, says Aylan. He's, 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 good, he's good fun to be around. I just really he's, like the tone of his voice. It's really uplifting. Reassuring. Yeah. 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 It makes me feel good. Positive. Reason. It's so, what? Yeah, safe. And kind of like, like eating clams. Okay, uh, Caddy leads you around the corner of the pile of rubble uh, into where a, uh, a large column is, is leaning over and there's a small gap you can squirm through to get down into a, a, a cave. And he leads the way, uh, leopard crawling, shuffling on his belly forward into the gap uh, and into the darkness. And one by one, each of the tight five follow. Greg just motioned to kill the podcast. <laughs> well, it's been a Put wild, it out of its misery. It's been a wild ride, yeah. guys. 32 episodes, and now we're done. Well, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. Everybody. <laughs> if you want us to continue, maybe consider Patreon. <laughs> Please. I'm doing a solo album, you know. <laughs> Brack Eye. Yeah, that's right. Brack yeah. Eye and the Arbdies. <laughs> none, none of the <laughs> Jack and Ben are doing a spinoff as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it for another week of Dice Paper Roll. Will the tight five make it to the shield before Nim? What is to be made of the city of Cremay? All of this and more next week on Dice Paper Roll. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Really just want to remind you guys, just please like, share the show, share it to your friends, get everyone on board because we really love making this show and we hope that you love listening to it and you want to get other people listening to it. And it would just be really awesome if you guys could also just review the show 
it really helps us out. It really means a lot to us. And remember to check us out at Dice Paper Roll on Twitter. And Dice Paper Roll is our handle for everything. So if you put it into Instagram, put it into Facebook, you'll find us. So please just remember to like, share, and yeah, and review it, please. Thank you. Have a good one. T-Rex. Like. Surprising. <laughs> Even for the second time, it's yeah. surprising. <laughs> Did not expect that. Yeah. It had like, to come back around, right? right. <laughs> if you like Deus Ex Machina, Rex Machina, you're going to love Deus Rex Machina too. <laughs> the Machina. <Yeah. laughs> the Machina. The Machina. <laughs>